everybody. Welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. And we are back talking about Turner and Hooch. It's very exciting. This is the series. We already did the first five episodes. And so now we're talking episodes six, seven, and eight. And I am film critic Rachel Wagner and Amber is here. Hello, everybody. Yes. How are you doing? I'm just living the best <laughs> life I can. That's right. Very good. That's good. Uh, yeah, so let's dive in. We have three more episodes of Turner and Hooch to talk about. And uh, and it, are you still super pumped about the show? Are you still enjoying it? I really am. Mm-hmm. And I, I am so ready to just like blow this out of the park. I like, I let's, let's dive into it. Let's get messy. All right. Well, so, so episode six is called The Fugitive. <laughs> <laughs> I did not kill that man. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and the one sentence summary on IMDb is Scott searches for a dangerous fugitive in the woods. Hooch discovers the suspect's secret. So overall, what did you think about this episode? Um, I thought it was great, but I'm not wrong in that they missed doing an homage to that line, right? Like yeah, there would I- could have been any moment in the episode where they were like, I don't care. Right. Yeah, there was no, I did not kill my wife. Similar uh, synonymous moment. Which uh, I think was a real, like, that, for me, this could have been, like, outstanding. And I think it really, yeah. I, I was just like, are we going to get it? Are we going to get it? We're not going to get it? I do think Scott's job seems like the worst. <laughs> I would hate his job. He spends most of his time, like, babysitting people watching them and like i don't know hunting down people like trying to find people and i don't know he just seemed it seems very not for me yeah i mean i'm sort of what you like to call indoorsy and also (laughs) sort of like uninterested in what other people are doing yeah so Right. A job where I have to actively like run people down and also like pay attention to what other people are doing is not really in my wheelhouse. Well, and I I don't think when you go get your training to be a detective, to be a police officer, like you think you're going to spend the whole time babysitting people. Well, Mm -hmm. I mean, but as a U.S. Marshal, you are like the Marshal Service, right, is Mm -hmm. is like you know, taking witnesses into custody. I mean, or like, yeah, like it's all that. Like you sign up. I guess for that, that's true. So. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so what did you think of Guac Fest? Did you want to? <laughs> hey, wait, Guac Fest is not till the next episode. Oh, wait, are we doing a not episode one? Is Guac um, Fest episode six? I've written I'm down sure in my seven. notes celebrating Guac Fest. His mom is here. The the the, the, the little boy has guacamole made. Lemaid, made. I, I swear that's episode seven. Am I wrong? Um, I don't. It doesn't matter. It it, it happens in either one. Um, I <laughs> want to be in part my of notes in six. so much. I mean, to be fair, I just want to be part of any sort of festival. Yeah, I was like, did they just like co-opt a uh, a Hallmark festival that was also shooting in Vancouver? <laughs> But now and see now, I, it's been so long since I've watched the original Turner and Hooch, and they're like, this is a. Did he love guacamole in the original Turner and Hooch? I don't know. I don't know. That the guaca le- lemonade. <laughs> I feel gnarly. like that couldn't be like if you just made sort of like an avocado lemonade, I don't think that would be terrible. Yeah, if you 
if if, if you, you did it right, if you like, if you put it through like a sift, uh, you know, to get rid of like the pulpy, you know what I mean? So it was like a, it looked kind of like a smoothie. Sure. Too thick. But like, even if it was just like, but like, I feel like the issue was that it was like a guacamole lemonade. So like, mm. you can't put in like cilantro yeah. and avocado and like onions tomatoes and, and lemonade. Yeah. And Although, you, I guess if you're, I don't know, let's just stop. We're, we, we, we can salvage it. I feel like I could make a good guacamole lemonade recipe. Okay. I'll come over. Awesome. <laughs> so their, uh, their dad's best friend is named David. And uh, he. Officer Winslow. Right. And I feel like that was a mistake to not have him on the, um, the Die Hard episode. I, yeah, we. I think we we mentioned that when we talked about it, but it was it was absolutely it's unbelievable. Yeah, um, but uh, but yeah, so he's also looking for the same files that they're looking for. Yeah, and uh, I, I don't I don't even understand the universe. Like I don't even get. I don't even understand Lara thinking he was a bad guy. Well, and he works, he's the, is he the mayor or works for the mayor? He's or? the mayor. He's the mayor. Yeah. So she goes over to. He runs to... a business of repute. He is the mayor of this town. <laughs> little, little uh, lame is there. Just... Um, uh, so they go over there and Laura gets all of this info off of the mayor's desk of david's desk and scott's like any information you find would be part of an illegal search and that is accurate that is accurate because if she just like you can be an amateur sleuth and you don't like if if you're like if you're not trespassing and you're just like looking through normal research and you find stuff and you ask people questions there's nothing wrong with that right but when you're actually trespassing and obtaining things without out you know stealing things from people that's where you draw the line yeah it's absolutely like it's a violation of the fourth amendment is it the fourth oh, gosh. unreasonable searches and seizures i i don't know i should know that i should uh, but you also have Xavier with the scouts, which totally cracked me up. I thought that was really funny. <laughs> it's just like, I mean, I would be the same way trying to, <laughs> trying to corral a group of young people like that. That's not my, not my strength. <laughs> I don't know. I thought it was funny. And, um. Sorry, then, I was, I, I'm, I'm a terrible co-host. I was trying to figure out what part of the Constitution it was. It's <laughs> okay. I'm just like... Let it go, the, I don't the know. Amendment, <laughs> the Fourth Amendment. It's the Fourth. Okay. See, this is proof. And we all knew that Amber's smarter than me, but now well, we know. I, am I? I just spent like two minutes Googling it. Uh, but... Uh, yes. So Xavier is with the scouts and that was kind of our comic relief for this okay. episode. Well, not only that, like this episode, I think gave us a lot of Xavier. So his time with the scouts was funny. Him just taking whatever tea dog was thrown at him. Yeah. Um, dog. and just like, not only that, but like making the best of the situation. Mm -hmm. Um, it was amazing. And I like, I loved that we got to learn more about Xavier's past in the military and, 
you know, all of this stuff about him. I thought it was, I thought it was a really strong episode for Xavier. Mm -hmm. And I think Brandon J. McLaren knocked it out of the park. Yeah. Well, and it was good too, when the boss basically like stood up for him and said, what are you doing? Leaving, making this guy just wait there. Yeah. When he's like, got this background that's similar Mm -hmm. and he's like all of these resources and i love that xavier was like well we have to call it in and scott's like what and he's like no it's fine um hello he's not gonna answer (laughs) (laughs) it's amazing yeah that was good uh so the fugitive has has a dog and which smells the other dog and it's named trooper which is a really cute dog name yeah that is a cute dog name and basically, uh, he has, this fugitive has been evicted, and uh, Trent basically like storms this cabin that he's in, and and we you know, he's got like this. They're ready for this whole stakeout situation, and uh, and the uh, and so Scott tries to tell him like he's in the middle of a mental health crisis. And he and Trent says, "Well, he's just a psycho." And Scott says, "He's not a psycho. He's a human being." Mm-hmm. And so that it was really it was a good Scott moment. He's like, "We're going man to man, dog to dog." Yeah, <laughs> that was good. That's very good. I, and, I feel like as far as the storyline, the like case, we'll call them the cases, mm-hmm. right? As far as the cases goes, I think this is my actual favorite of the cases. Mm-hmm. It was like, I really liked Die Hard one. That was really fun. No, but Die Hard was fun, but I feel like even that, like the little girl, I mean, she was supposed to be a little bit mm-hmm. extra, but like she was a little extra for me. Yeah. And I don't know. I felt like mm-hmm. this one was this the strongest one. of the cases. Yeah, I can agree with that. I can agree with that. Because there was a heart to it with this fugitive, with this trooper, who this soldier who... um is having this crisis and he doesn't want to have to give up his dog and uh, he's upset that uh, that if Trooper's not going to get the care he needs and so Scott talk, tries to talk to him and uh, and Deus Ex Erica instead of yeah. Deus Ex Machina comes in and she's like I can take care of the dog and you're like absolutely she can She what can mm-hmm. she not do she's perfect yeah, and Erica watches Hooch. She also teaches Scott to how to waltz. Yeah, and let's talk about Scott being so dense. Like, how does he not know? <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, maybe, I guess, maybe you just, like, sometimes you don't second guess kind of this situation that you're in. And then in retrospect, you're like, I'm going to be so stupid. Yeah. But, yeah, he's definitely, I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, and like, so and the thing know. about this episode is like, he's trying to be so fancy, right, for her. And it's really reminding me of Anne and Gilbert um, and Royal Gardner. Mm-hmm. That's a good and comparison. Specifically in um, the musical Anne and Gilbert, where Gilbert sings a song called Hot House Flower, and he's like... You once told me you could never love a flower that you couldn't live with. And, like, she'd never be happy with a hothouse flower. And, like, Mm -hmm. Scott's not going to be happy with this, like, fancy, high-maintenance gal. 
who like mm-hmm. needs to like whose family's like oh, you don't know the difference between the waltz and the american sm- uh, smooth and vienna waltz what's wrong with you like that's not yeah. where he's gonna be happy it's and true. i'm not saying there's anything wrong with her because she you know she's that way like you can be fancy mm-hmm. it's fine that brooke is fancy but like it's not right for scott yeah, yeah. i mean it does it it's obviously she's obviously a placeholder because you yeah. can't have her him get together with Erica now because this is the beginning of the show and Never. so you need to stretch it out. She's she's royal gardener and I'm just like mm-hmm. just fall in love with Gilbert already, you stupid Anne. <laughs> I mean now I know I need to check out the Anna Green Gables musical. Have- okay, it's amazing. Um I think I don't know that they put it on anywhere other than Prince Edward Island, but like oh, really? during the summer seasons of Prince That's Edward so Island, cool. they like always put it on every year. It's the greatest thing in the whole world. They do have the soundtrack on iTunes. Mm-hmm. And it's... Ugh. Cool. I'll ugh. check it out. Uh, so they, they they are able to get uh, the soldier out of the, the cabin uh, because Scott says he will get Trooper the care he needs. And uh, then Trent is sent to Humboldt County for his handling of the case and making Xavier sit, which was really funny. Like, <laughs> and he is, he wants to be called Big Dog. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> um, and so then you have Laura that's at dinner with David. So they have a whole thing. And you have David going down to basement and trying to look through their dad's stuff looking through the case files and uh, so then uh, they say that your father was watching something when he had the heart attack so they Hmm. uh the clues are adding up the plot (laughs) thickens the plot thickens that's right that's that's good so that was basically this episode um, but uh, I did think it would be fun to share with you this trivia fact from IMDb, mm. which is that when Scott is getting a glass of water for Brooke, three books are visible on the shelf next to the fridge, The Da Vinci Code and Inferno by Dan Brown and Catch Me by If You Can by Frank Abagnale Jr., all of three which were turned into films starring Tom Hanks, a.k.a. Mm. the original Turner. Very clever. I have not seen any of those movies. I I missed like... The whole Da Vinci Code thing that all happened when, like the book, all happened when I was on my mission, mm-hmm. and then I just never, I never watched any of the movies. It was just that was well, like you a should whole. Watch Catch me if you can. I've seen Catch me if you can. Oh, okay. I have not That's seen funny. any of the Da Vinci. I think the Da Vinci Code is like fine to fun, but mm-hmm. like Catch me if you can is like delightful. Mm-hmm. It's been a while since I've seen it, but yeah, uh, I have seen that one. But um, but yeah, there you go. Look at that. So it was a fun. It was a fun episode. And so what would you give it one to ten? One to ten, I'd say um, this is tricky for me because I think I liked the case more. Actually, no. We had the whole hot house flower storyline. This is like an eight point seven for me. Mm. Hmm. The 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 Lara stuff was really irritating me. But mm. like I mean eight point seven ain't bad. Right. Uh, so let's go. Well, you can see what you could do. Um, I think I will give it, yeah, 8.5. I think that that 
I feel good about that. Okay. Okay. We'd like to take a second from this episode of the podcast to celebrate our sponsor of this episode. And that is the Hallmarkies Patreon. Do you love Hallmarkies podcast? Do you want an inside scoop into what happens on the podcast? Do you want early access to episodes and loads of cool perks? Now is the time to become a patron of Hallmarkies podcast. By becoming a patron, you get to access our patron Facebook group. You can request episodes or even be a guest on the podcast. And most importantly, any patron can join our monthly movie watch-alongs with stars like Paul Campbell, Natalie Hall, and more. It's as low as $2 a month to join in and become a special part of the Hallmarkies family. Please consider, and we will love you forever. Go to patreon.com slash hallmarkies. That's patreon.com slash hallmarkies. All right. Next episode is called To Serve and Paw Tect. Yes. <laughs> and it's Scott works security for a beloved senator while Hooch becomes a viral sensation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So this also starts out with a guac fest. So that's maybe where there was the confusion. Oh, there was two guac fest episodes? Yeah. yeah. They were just talking, they were prepping it for it last time. And this is when it happens. Mm-hmm. So, so the like be- the guac fest, guacamole fest, I don't know what they call it. It's amazing. Like all the lime green balloons, everything about it. I was all in <laughs> yeah. on the festival. It was pretty cute. I liked it. And they they start out there. Uh, Brooke is there and they meet the senator and she uh, introduces herself as Scott's girlfriend. Uh-huh. So that was kind of a, a moment. And he... Uh, I was like, oh, no, she did. Dang it. (laughs) Uh, So basically he, I forget what they called it, but he makes this PowerPoint and because Brooke tells him he should go for it. He should uh, have initiative. And he gets the job protecting the senator, but then Mm -hmm. nobody wants to be on his team because they're all mad at him because he went above the chain of chain of command kind of yeah absolutely yeah. i like fully get it and i fully get the other people being like no that's not how this works holmes mm-hmm. i get it has he not been at this i forget has he not been at this position very long so he wouldn't no. know that no well he's no, new yeah he's new and he was partnered with what's her face why can't i remember i should know her name jessica Mm -hmm. Like at the beginning and she was like his training partner. Yeah. And like all of the references to him are basically that he's new. It's, it's hard because on the one hand you want to take, you want to take initiative. You want to try to, you don't want to wait around for other people before uh, you, uh, you know, get an opportunity. There's a difference between initiative and using connections to have someone come in from up above and mm-hmm. like grease the wheels. Like absolutely the other people would be resentful of that. Yeah. It's not merit based. Mm-hmm. It's I know Becca's dad. Right. Yeah, that's Brooke, true. I guess that's true. Brooke. Becca's the actress. Not- so nobody wants to work with him and uh, Erica and Jess talk. And I'm like, how do I, how do I chill around him? I don't know how to chill. That was good. That was a good scene. Oh, I love her. Yeah. She's really cute. 
and we have the the assistant of the senator doesn't like Hooch from the beginning, which makes you suspect him early on. Yeah, so he's and also no like he's like the wrong guy a lot, right? Isn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh Matthew Kevin Anderson. Yeah. That's true. Or like the the other guy at the office kind of a thing. He's in a bunch of Hallmark movies. <laughs> yeah, he's like the competitive office yeah. guy yeah. or the the wrong guy mm-hmm. or Yeah, that's true. Uh and the Hooch starts singing starts uh howling the Star Spangled Banner and it becomes this viral sensation. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so then uh, we we have this whole thing with Laura that she's trying to get more info from this guy named Murph. And Laura, every, it, it, there's a lot of Laura in this episode. Yeah. She goes to the warehouse. Although I do really like Murph. The records guy, they're like mm-hmm. the, the records clerk. I love him. I would love if we had to get records from him all the time. I don't know what it was about him, but just like he was the best. I loved him. Yeah, he was funny. I liked him too. And yeah, and then so then Grady follows her into the warehouse and then we get all of this drama with the warehouse. And uh, then she says, this is the, this case is all I have left of my dad. Yeah, which helps. I mean, it does help inform her actions a little bit, right? Because mm-hmm. I have I have been very irritated with her. That being said, like, you know, even if it is like a grief response, you got to <laughs> take less weird risks, lady. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then we have this uh, whole scene where there's this uh, suspect at the senator's house and there's this chase scene where Scott is chasing them. And uh, so there's this intruder. And mm-hmm. uh, then they, they when they get the suspect, the suspect has no weapon. And there's this long chase uh, in the, at the convention center uh, that they're at the next day uh, through the kitchen. Like that was a pretty well done chase scene. Sure. It was long. Yeah, but I'm going to be honest, like, even though, like, the chase scene was, like, fairly fun, and, like, Scott did a fun job leaping over the things, and mm-hmm. this was, I think this is my least favorite of all of the cases. Mm. Yeah, I don't know I what, don't know. It, it was just not that interesting <laughs> for me. Yeah, it was a little predictable, I think, is the thing about it, but, uh, but yeah, I thought that was, a. I was like, wow, it just keeps going. <laughs> It's really long. Uh, and you have uh, Hooch interrupting the senator's speech. And then there's, like I said, the whole chase. And uh, but then Xavier says, I usually get tingles when the case is closed. No tingles. Mm-hmm. It's hard to relax when you know something is coming. And uh, there's this whole, when Scott is interrogating the suspect, there's this whole laser sword, the weapon of the intergalactic warrior, which I thought was kind of funny. I yeah. mean, it's like, this is a Disney show. Just say Star Wars. <laughs> That's a great point. That's a great point. <laughs> right? Like, they couldn't get the rights to the, from themselves? <laughs> so, 
And uh, I did think it was so funny the way that Hooch kept eating <laughs> Chiefs awards. That made me laugh. I thought that was funny. And he's getting so irritated. And he's like, maybe they'll give Hooch an award so he'll stop eating all my awards. Yeah. So I did not enjoy that part of the storyline. Really? But that line at the end was very funny to me. <laughs> that made me laugh. And <laughs> so then we have uh, the uh, Scott asks Xavier, for, asks Xavier for help. And he says, I'm sorry. Uh, you know what I did and and then the senator ends up passing out mm-hmm. and they uh, they the, their solution for how to wake up the senator is to pour gravy on her so that Hooch can lick her yeah I like I do not understand that was I was <laughs> see this episode was this episode was not for me I don't mm-hmm. know who it was for but it was not for me yeah, there was a. This was kind of your classic, I would say, a filler episode where they're they're just moving a lot of plot threads around. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, because really, we did get a lot of plot in this episode between Laura and Scott and Xavier, and I mean, all the characters have like a quite a bit of of growth in this episode. But the- I mean, I feel like this episode served the the like the dad plot. A lot yeah but like the mystery of what was tom hanks trying to solve mm-hmm. but i don't think it did a great job with the rest of the smaller stuff right do you disagree yeah, or agree. do you agree no i agree i agree so then scott goes to check out the warehouse and grady is there and and he says you're in a lot of trouble man so it kind of ends with a little bit of a cliffhanger kind of a situation Yes, but I wanted to talk about this because, I mean, he's in trouble because he followed the dog in, right? And the dog Mm -hmm. jumped in uh, on itself. But we Mm -hmm. actually just had in the state of Utah a, is it the Supreme Court or the Court of Appeals? Let me look. (laughs) It's the Utah Court of Appeals just published an opinion where a canine jumped into a suspect's car during just like a routine search because they had their windows down mm-hmm. um, because the dog smelled like um, marijuana mm-hmm. and other drugs. And they were trying to say like, you know, this evidence that they get should not have been permissible because they didn't have probable cause for the dog to jump in the car. And the support and the court of appeals said, that because the dog acted instinctively based on its training and they weren't like coaching the dog to jump in or anything like that, that it was permissible. Interesting. There you go. I have never, I did not know that. I mean, like it literally just came out mm-hmm. on the eighth. Interesting. All right. Well, what would you give this episode one to 10? Uh, I'm going to give uh, it's like, uh, here's, I'm going to, I'm going to temper this with a little bit. I actually really liked what Paul Campbell as Grady did in this episode. Mm-hmm. I like, I mean, I thought he was pretty fun when we had his moments, but I also liked that he was like, Laura, you can't investigate this case. It's dangerous. Right. Yeah, I mean, she is being very pigheaded because not only is Grady telling her, but Scott's telling her like everybody's telling her stop doing this. Yeah. 
So, and so I, I mean, like it was a great episode for Paul Campbell fans, but mm-hmm. overall I'd say it was like a five. Ooh. I mean, I know, I, I, know. I, I just guess. like the storyline was the, the case. Yeah. I think I, I would say a lot of time on the case. Yeah. I think I would say like 6.5 be a little, little more nicer generous. with me. That's fine. <laughs> All right. The last episode we're going to talk about is called arf appreciation and scott must prove his dog's innocence when hooch is accused of damaging a valuable painting mm-hmm. yes and so overall what do you think of this episode oh this episode i was all up in my feels <laughs> um yes. I, I i mean i didn't think that hooch was going to get fired and like from the minute the dog was excited about that painting i was like Obviously, there's drugs in there. Mm-hmm. I mean, right? You knew that. Mm-hmm. You, there wasn't any doubt in your mind, was there? Were, were you like, oh, reveal? <laughs> no, I mean, I figured there was something uh, that uh, that was going on with the painting. Uh, and uh, I thought maybe it might be kind of something in the actual paint or maybe something like that. Mm. But, um, but, yeah, I mean, I thought that it was a pretty good case, though, for this. Like, obviously. Oh, no. it was like, it was fun. Who, and, I, like, finding out, like, who the bad guy was and how they did it. Yeah. That, the how they put it all together, that was, I thought, pretty pretty good. Pretty fun. And uh, so uh, you have uh, the, you have this whole scene at the beginning with Scott talking to the head of the factory person. I forgot his name. You know, Walton Hollis. Walton, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and so then they there's a the fugitive, and so they chase uh, they chase the fugitive with Hooch, and uh, it was another pretty good little opening to the episode, I think. And then you also have Jess and Erica talking, and she says, "I gave him two hinty of a hint." <laughs> And, and Jess says, you're letting him take advantage of you. And she's like, he's so cute. And I forget about being annoyed. <laughs> no, I like, I fully agree with everything Jessica was saying. Yeah. And I completely agree with the like, don't be a doormat. The don't let yourself on fire to keep someone else warm thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, and. I actually am a little surprised that they had her like this confrontation, even though it wasn't a full confrontation, there was at least some acknowledgement and he apologized and everything. Mm-hmm. I was kind of surprised they had it so fast. I mean, this is still only, you know, episode eight, episode eight. Uh, so uh, that was kind of surprising. And basically uh, Scott is assigned to with a different agent to go through this money laundering guy's assets, and that includes these paintings. And that's how it starts uh, starts going. And it's very boring. They're just going through all these assets. Uh, and so Scott, I mean, like, I know that the like, sorry, I just I know that the dog is like the premise, but sometimes I just wonder, like. Why can't Scott go without the dog somewhere? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess when he left him in the apartment, it destroyed his apartment. But uh, you'd think that he could 
have some kind of, I mean, I guess he wants to leave him with Erica, but, but he can't always do that. But he ties Hooch up, but Hooch rips through his, his uh, leash. Yeah. And, uh, and then he gets accused of destroying all the stuff. And, uh, and he says, there's no way that Hooch could have destroyed all that stuff, which I actually really enjoyed his presentation. Mm-hmm. Of like yeah, that was why good. Hooch was innocent. Yeah. He's good with the PowerPoints. <laughs> but he did fail to provide a, like a credible alternative. Mm-hmm. Like just being like, there might've been another dog. That's not like what dog? Why would there be a dog? Give me those things, sir. Mm-hmm. To prove the dog's innocence. Right. And uh, there's more of the chewing up the awards, <laughs> which I thought was really funny. And then Laura, she ends up talking to the factory owner guy and in in her office and she realizes that he's like it's he's basically like a red herring he's not a bad guy and laura says am i a cliche uh, and uh so she is kind of worried and then that this one jess says uh that you're taking erica for granted she finally tells scott which i thought yeah. was a good moment Okay, hold on real quick. Let's circle back to Lara. Let's mm. say Lara had a homework series mm-hmm. where she was solving murders. Mm-hmm. What would its name be? To see, she's a she's a vet tech person. Um, hmm. Because usually it has something to do with their jobs. Vet tech detective. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. But no, yeah. what would it like? Maybe we should ask anyone who's listening to give us a name. But like, yeah. right? She'd have a name. Hmm. Yeah. I have to think about that. If you're listening and you have any ideas, let us know. Um, okay. Anyway. So then we have... Uh, he's trying to get a dog sitter for Hooch. And he apologizes to Erica Scott... And he figures out that the fact that Hooch peed in different places uh, shows that there was uh, another dog there and that mm-hmm. there was something else going on. And then Erica tells him about the fact that dogs have a face print that's unique, like a thumbprint. I didn't know that. that yeah, was is that true? I feel like they wouldn't just make that up. Yeah. <laughs> I guess, yeah. I, I mean, I, I, yeah, I feel like they wouldn't just make that up, like you said. Uh, and so then the assistant guy at the warehouse holds up Scott with a gun. And uh, it's, it's this, he does your classic sort of monologuing, mm-hmm. explaining his big scheme. <laughs> and they have 1.2 million uh, with stolen goods that, that they find with this guy. Yeah. I will say this, though. The uh, confrontation with the bad guy in the warehouse. Mm-hmm. The, the okay, I guess I should clarify which bad guy in which warehouse. <laughs> um, the uh, the guy at the end who, hold, who mm-hmm. had Scott The assistant hostage, guy. Right? Yes. The accounting? What's his name? Inventory guy. The inventory yeah. guy. Um, 
I felt like it was like a little bit more intense than I had been grown accustomed to in this show. Mm-hmm. Do you agree? Yeah, or am I, I just can, no, I can see that. And cause, cause Xavier, you're just like, when is he going to get there? Like they held it for quite a, quite a, a while. It took a yeah. while. And so. I love that he, Xavier just like showed up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, that guy is the best. Yeah. I want and him to get all the awards so Chew, Hooch can chew on those. <laughs> and then at the end, Laura brings Walton, uh, the factory owner guy, brings him cookies that she made. So they basically made up. So, well, yeah, there we go. No, they didn't. Yeah, they did. They bring him the cookies, then Hooch freaks out and they're like, no way. Hooch did not like that guy. He's a bad guy. Oh, I... Maybe I was just tired by the time I finished that. It's like, what are you talking about? I was like, oh, they made up. He sold you hook, line, and sinker, huh? Yeah, I guess that's true. You're like, oh, the random cookies. Episode's over. My work here is done. Well, what would you give this episode? Um, This episode, I'm so conflicted, but I think I'll probably give it like an eight. Um. I felt like the the final reveal was fun, even though like ultimately I knew like there was going to be drugs or something in the painting. Mm-hmm. So then like the case, but the case didn't drive me crazy. I know it was like a lot of filler, but I felt like it had a great purpose, which was showing like he's useless without Erica. Yeah. Um, and then I also really liked it for Erica that she set some boundaries, even though ultimately, I mean, she's sort of, caved right but we don't I think he just, apologized i mean yeah. that was something because i mean if he doesn't return her feelings or whatever that's one thing but him like canceling on her and her rearranging her schedule for him and all that stuff that's the stuff that's not acceptable right yeah. when it like forces her to change her life so that she can well you know mm-hmm. lighting herself on fire to keep someone else warm um Whereas if it's just, you know, like, mm-hmm. like we can still do all of this stuff and I can like be here for you professionally and also still be your friend, but like, you can't treat me like I'm garbage. Well, and she also sends him to this guy, guy, <laughs> guy, guy, <laughs> that, uh, that makes him realize that how much better she is than this other guy, yeah. literally named guy. I did wish that we had more Curtis in this episode. Which her brother? Curtis? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I felt like it would have been a really good time to have him, especially since he overheard Scott saying all that stuff. Right. That's true. Like, about I felt that. like I, I felt like there should have been a scene where Curtis was like talking to Erica about this. Mm-hmm. But I don't like we've got robbed of that. Right? That didn't happen. I didn't have it in my notes. So <laughs> Well, but you also didn't know the bad guy was the bad guy, so who knows what episode you saw. Uh, all right. Well, I agree with you. I think an eight is fair for this one. I enjoyed it. And uh, so let us know what you think. If you're listening, let us know what rating you would give each of these three episodes. How do you like the show so far? And Amber, how can people find you? Oh, they can't. I'm an enigma. But if they're really clever, they can find me as Amber Brainways on Twitter. 
Great. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. Check all of that out. And also make sure you're following the podcast at Hallmarkies Pod and Hallmarkies Podcast, all of our social media. And if you're listening on iTunes, please leave us your ratings and reviews. That really helps us a lot. And if you are listening on YouTube, please give this video a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. We appreciate that so much. We also have our merch store and our uh, patron group. And we really, really need that support right now there, especially with the holiday season coming up. So take a look at that. And Speaking of the holiday season and the merch store, mm-hmm. make sure you get the Nine Lines of Christmas tea in advance of the Nine Kittens of Christmas. Yes. Yes. Designed by the one, the only, the Hallmark. That's right. Uh, we put a link to that in the description. Uh, we might not have it that much longer. You just have to get it now while you have the chance. Uh, so uh, thanks so much, everybody. And uh, and we'll talk to you all for the once we get the final three episodes. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye, everybody.